and welcome to episode four of the My Noise Network Review Roundup podcast. You're here with me, Anthony, and I do hope you're doing very well. And this is where every week we'll be looking at some albums that you haven't managed to cover over on the main website. I share these reviews with Paris, he'll be with you next Sunday. So make sure to keep tuning in and check out any that you might have missed. As usual, on today's podcast, we'll be covering three albums that have recently been released. I'll let you know my thoughts, and if you agree or disagree, please let us know. Leave anything in the comments, send us a message, that'd be absolutely great. Today we'll be looking at the debut EP by Offred Minivan, Spiral Gaze, as well as Bill Murray's whopping sixth album, Solid Chub, and finally, As I Take a Breath, the debut album from Sun Arcana. Let's get stuck in. First off is Spiral Gaze, the debut EP from New York Native's Off-Road Minivan. I absolutely adored this album and they did that weird thing which made me absolutely hate them because so far they've only ever released four songs and I really need more in my life. Off-Road Minivan is fronted by a chap called Ryan Tuck O'Leary who some of you may recognise as being the guitarist and clean vocalist for Texan uh, metalcore band Fit For A King. I absolutely love that band as well. I think they're doing great uh, great things for the genre. I remember hearing the song Breakaway from Slave to Nothing, their 2014 album, and I thought the clean vocals were absolutely insane and really stand out in the genre. So when I found out that um, he was forming his own band, um, a side project, I was um, really excited to see what it would be. And what Offred Minivan offer with this release is an alternative rock EP with emo and indie influences, similar in the vein of Tiger's Jaw and Citizen. What I really enjoyed about this EP was the balance between hard and soft, which is shown with the lyrics as well as the actual music itself. Uh, the intro, Spiral Gaze, the opening track, for example, starts off with a very soft acoustic um, echoing guitars. Um, and if you compare that with the ending, which by that point is um, crashing instruments, soaring vocals, it's really stark. And you see that at different points throughout the album. Um, Light Up The Room is a real balance between, between the two. Lyrically, all four of the songs in this record are pretty consistent, um, all focusing on this feeling of loss and being left alone. And this uh, the emotional vulnerability um, to the lyrics really lends itself to the music. Um, they complement each other really, really well. Um, in fact, one of my favourite points in the whole album um, was in the second track, Light Up The Room. Towards the end of the song, um, there's repeated lines and, the, and it builds up uh, in a big crescendo before dropping off. And then the whole band um, smashes back in um, really driving forwards and continuing right to the end of the song. I'd certainly recommend checking out that song, as well as the uh, the eponymous opener of the, of the EP, um, Spiral Gaze. Um, it really showcases what, what it seems that the band is all about. Uh, it starts with starting with an echoey guitar and sparse drumming, um, Tuck's mellow, um, emotional voice. Um, soon comes in and it continues this way actually about a third of the way through the song before the rest of the band come in at the chorus and um, I feel like when they come in it really shows that the fact that they could do the soft side so well 
as well as the um, the emotional heaviness. And I know I've mentioned the word heavy a few times um, during this review, but this isn't a heavy band, it's not um, metal, it's not even heavy rock. Um, as I've said, it really is an um, indie alternative. So please don't be put off. I would recommend this album. I have been recommending this EP to um, pretty much everybody that I know that's into either Fit For A King or um, or Emo um, and Indie. And for the most part, people have been enjoying it. So um, please also check it out. They've got lyric videos for all four tracks of this EP over at the Tooth and Nail record label um, YouTube channel, as well as a full um, official video for the title track, Spiral Gaze. I'm gonna give this album eight out of 10, and I do implore you to really, um, really check this band out, especially if you are into the bands I mentioned earlier, Tiger's Jaw, Citizen, um, and Turnover. I really think you'll enjoy this, and I'm so looking forward to what they've got coming in the future. Hey guys, Paris here, and you can hear my weekly review roundup podcast next Sunday. But I'm here to ask, are you in a band or know someone who is? Because my noise network are presenting a big battle of the bands contest and that could be just what you need to help your band expand and get some massive exposure. You can win a paid gig at the My Noise Network Showcase, band merch from our friends at Moomin Merchandise, your single created on vinyl from the wonderful Byron's Yard, pastels from Vocal Zone, plus a massive fantastic PR campaign from Fat Angel PR, plus even more. For full details, head over to www.mindnoisenetwork.com slash B-O-T-B for Battle of the Bands. Thanks, guys. Have fun listening to the rest of the podcast. Our second album for this week is Solid Chub, the impressive sixth album by one-man band project Bill Murray. Bill Murray is the brainchild of producer-musician uh, Johnny Frank. Bill Murray is the brainchild of Johnny Frank, who some of you may know as being the uh, founding guitarist and clean vocalist of Crabcore Antiheroes Attack Attack. Since breaking with the band, he's focused a lot more on music production. In fact, he's produced all of YouTube star Jared DeLonge's albums, as well as a lot of post-hardcore newcomers like Vanish and Sycamore. However, Bill Murray is an ongoing project by him and since its formation in 2016 they've released six albums and um, just sheer work ethic alone that's something to be impressed by let alone the fact that the music itself is um, really solid and so different to anything um, I think I've ever heard and I'm sure any of you will have heard either. Before starting the actual review of this album um, I'd implore you all to pause this podcast and go and listen to it straight away. Um, I really don't want to spoil anything uh, of the content of this album, because um, it is really something special and something unexpected if you haven't heard anything from this band before. Now, if you have listened to this album, you'll probably understand um, why I love it so much, both musically and just creatively. Um, I feel like it's doing something that no other bands are doing right now. Um, um, it is a fusion album, there is a fusion of different genres here and whilst that's nothing unheard of um, within the, the metal, the post-hardcore scene um, but the way that he pulls it off is something that's just so interesting to hear it's very unique and it's different to anything, anything else out there I'd, I'd go as far to say anyway, enough rambling about what to expect from the album and on to what it actually sounds like with an ambitious amalgamation of 
trap beats, the weekend style clean vocals, as well as screaming vocals and post hardcore riffs. With Bill Murray, Johnny's created uh, a sound that really shouldn't work. But just one listen of this shows that the way it's fused together, everything's so well intertwined to create an atmosphere uh, and a feeling that's consistent across the whole album. And it really does work. It just sounds incredible. And it starts off with a simple yet catchy electronic beat before Johnny's silky smooth vocals uh, come over the top of it. And, and not before too long, the rest of the band comes in, uh, all of which the instruments are actually played, recorded and performed by Johnny himself. Um, doesn't seem like he trusts anyone else to do a good job. Um, by the time they come in, it's a little bit a little bit odd, a little bit interesting. Um, but it makes a lot of sense. It, it's all meshed really well. And that comes in for the chorus. Um, and it trades those um, the soft, electronic, atmospheric sides and the harder, um, rockier side of it as well. By the time the harsh screaming vocals come in, uh, it's really quite difficult to believe that this is actually still the same song uh, that had that, that floaty trap feel um, just a minute prior. Um, but as I've said, the way that it's produced, the way that everything sounds, it fits so well, even though all the parts are so different. It's curated in such a way that um, it doesn't once feel jarring or out of place. Um, it's all blended and it's all made um, to both be a surprise to the listener, but also entirely expected. So on other songs, um, you're fully expecting when, when there's a breakdown or there's screaming vocals or there's um, vocoder influenced um, clean vocals that are pitch shifted um, in order to create an atmospheric effect. And from recent interviews, Johnny's actually said that um, he really respects uh, how rappers release music um, with mixtapes, uh, in that they'll just do whatever's on their mind at the time. It doesn't need to fit in with, um, with the continuity of albums or anything like that. They'll just throw something together that they're enjoying and release it. And often that works really well. And I think that's, um, that's something that really shows both in the frequency of his, of his album recordings and the sound. Um, clearly this is something that he cares a lot about. Um, this fusion of two genres together. Um, and the fact that he's released so much in such a short time. And the fact that it's of such consistent quality uh, just goes to show, um, I, I'd argue, the genius um, behind behind Mil, uh, Bill Murray, which is which is Johnny himself. Um, and I'm very excited to see what's coming next. Uh, I'm sure you won't have to wait too long if his worth ethic is anything to go by. And um, I'm aware that they're starting to look at playing live. Um, so it'll be very interesting to see how that will play out in a live setting. Um, that'd be really exciting to, uh, to see and to hear. There is currently a music video for the first track on the album, Gradient, uh, over at the Johnny Frank Productions YouTube page. Recommend checking it out, it's very trippy. Um, really goes along well with, um, with the sound that is created. And I would fully recommend checking out not only this release, but also his previous efforts. Um, there's a real progression in the sound um, and you see a lot of the ideas uh, that are realised on this album formulating um, in previous ones. And it's really good to see that um, 
to see the evolution of the sound. And because of that, you can really see that um, it's a sound that is going to keep evolving into the future. Due to the fact that this is one of the most interesting albums I've heard, not only this year, but also I think ever, um, it's so unique, so different to anything else. I'm giving this, uh, this record a 9 out of 10. Not only for the ambition um, of the sound, but also the fact that it's executed uh, so phenomenally well that um, all these pieces um, and factors that shouldn't work just work excellently. Um, so it's something that Johnny should be really proud of. Hey there, Paris here again. Are you passionate about rock or metal music? Do you fancy joining the Mind Noise Network team as a reviewer, a podcaster like me, or a gig photographer? If you do, head over to www.mindnoisenetwork.com forward slash contact. No experience is necessary, just a love of music and the passion to do something with it. Please contact us if you're interested and enjoy the rest of the podcast. The final album for this week is As I Take a Breath, which is the debut record by British band Sun Arcana. Hailing from Essex and forming in 2015, the band have worked really hard to make a name for themselves, both via their previous EP, as well as supporting various international rock bands and established homegrown artists. With this record, it's very easy to see what kind of bands who influence Sun Arcana help form their sound. And it's very much um, current established British acts, British rock bands. Um, I'd say Mallory Knox, when I first listened to this album, it sounded very similar to Mallory Knox's first EP, which I think is one of the best things they've ever released. Um, so I really enjoyed this record because of that. You've also got the funky um, instruments and the soulful voice of Don Broco. They even experiment at time with vocals and guitar effects uh, and electronics, which was very reminiscent of Muse and even into Shikari. And I really enjoyed that. Um, the fifth track, Wonderful, for example, has a great bit where the uh, vocals transition into the uh, guitar bridge. And final track, Oblique, uh, features electronic samples, which sounds a lot like uh, the song Mothership by Into Shikari. And it's this blend of influences that I think really helps Sun Arcana. They're not just ripping one band's sound, um, they're taking everything um, that's great about the current British rock scene and they're forming it into one, uh, one solid sound. And this album really showcases um, everything that they can do. For example, the song Everybody is very much a low-key ballad track. Um, and if you compare that to the aforementioned Wonderful, which is almost uh, a post-hardcore song. It really shows the variation and the range that the band has to offer. If you wanted to check out any of these songs, I'd recommend the final track, Oblique, as well as the opening track, Fracture. Both really encompass the sound that Sun Arcana have consistently delivered across the album, um, from the often layered, um, impressive vocals to the change in crushing guitars and instrumentals and also the softer moments which really highlight um, the complexity of the music and the dexterity of, um, of what they're trying to do with these songs. The band also seems to have been working really hard with music videos for this record and in fact five out of the six tracks on this album um, actually have official videos that are available over on the Sun Arcano Vivo um, YouTube channel. I highly recommend checking them out. So for our final record today, I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10 as well. As a big fan of a lot of the sounds that influenced um, influenced the band, 
I loved how they brought them all together and have created something on their own. And whilst it's not exactly anything groundbreaking, the album's composition, as well as its recording, is just so, so solid. Um, a really great rock album um, from, from some rising stars. And I'm so sure this isn't going to be the last that we'll hear of them. Uh, I can definitely see them touring with bands like like Royal Blood um, and Foo Fighters even in the future. So it'd be great to see that happening. So that's it for today's podcast. Really hope you've enjoyed it. If you've checked out any of these albums, please let us know what you thought of them. Maybe you agreed or disagreed. We'd love to hear what you have to say. I'll be back in a couple of weeks, but I'll leave you in the more than capable hands of Paris, who'll be bringing you her thoughts on the new self-titled Funeral Shakes album, Judas Priest's Firepower, and one of my favourites of this year so far, Tiny Moving Parts as well. Thanks for listening. See you soon.